Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, and welcome to episode 20 of the Friend Fearless podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that almost anyone in business can resonate with, not charging what you're worth. I will explain why this happens, what the consequences are if we keep doing it, why you should increase your rates right now, and how to price your products and services based on the value you provide, not on the time you invest or what your customers can afford or any other factor. This will hit home with many freelancers, bloggers, coaches, and anyone selling a product. With this episode, I want to show you that you can take your power back, that you don't need to follow what others in your niche are doing or telling you to do, that you can give yourself permission to raise your rate, and that this one step can lead to reaching your income goals sooner than you thought was possible. We all do work we love, we put in the time and effort and have the expertise. And when it comes to asking what we think we and our work are worth, we get it wrong. Here's why that happens. We compare ourselves to the big names in the niche, think we're nowhere near their quality work and reputation and charge much less than they do. We still aren't sure we'll make it on our own. We don't believe in our products or services as much as we should. We aren't sure about the why behind the work we do. We don't feel comfortable taking people's money. Or we still think like an employee. Or we think a higher price will raise customers' expectations so much that we won't be able to answer that with our offers. It's also possible that we base what we charge per hour or per item or else, basically anything else but the value we provide and the transformation we help the person achieve. We keep in mind the client's budget and don't want to make them take big financial decisions, so we decide that a much lower price would be a no-brainer. If you look closely at all these reasons why we underprice our products and services, Even though we are answering a need in a specific market and care about the work we do for clients, you'll see that the underlying problem is that we aren't confident enough. That can be crucial for our business. Here is why. There are consequences of underpricing. The first one is that we are basically telling people that what we have is low quality. One of the common rules in any business is that the customer gets what they pay for. And when you charge less, you are directly telling each and every potential client of yours that you're offering them lower quality. Underpricing means undervaluing your work and your abilities. The second consequence is a negative perception of your brand. If you, the owner of the business and the provider of the product or service, undervalue what you have to offer to people, you're ruining your brand's reputation. Consequence number three. You won't attract high-value clients. Most service providers and coaches dream of having a few big, loyal clients who come back with new projects on a consistent basis 
or sign up for their program again and this provides security, a recurring income and even help with word of mouth marketing. But to do that, you need to build a name for yourself and to be confident enough to position yourself in a way that will attract your dream clients, those who are sure they want to work with you and who are ready to pay right away in full without asking too many questions and definitely without negotiating. Here's another reason why you shouldn't keep underpricing yourself. You won't grow. Pricing higher is a challenge. And as you know, challenges help us grow both in life and in business. If you keep your prices low, you'll stay small, you will attract low quality clients and will never live up to your potential. Charging more though will help you get out of your comfort zone, see where your work can take you and let you create the learn and optimize mindset so that you can always be innovating and making a better offer with your products and services. Now that you know why undercharging is bad for our business and what makes us do it, let's see what we can do about it. struggled a lot before I got to regular 5k months as a blogger. One of the main things I did that helped me double my income was doubling my prices. It's a funny thing that most bloggers and freelancers underprice their services in their work. That also means they're underpricing themselves. It shows we think we'll miss out on clients or sales if we charge more and we choose to settle down for less because it's what we feel comfortable with. But there are no limits to how much you can earn from your blogging business. $10,000 is not impossible. And plenty of bloggers I'm a big fan of got to $100,000 a month. Here's how I went about increasing my rates some time ago. I read about the tendency of bloggers and freelancers to underprice themselves and set some time aside to think about it. I had an honest conversation with myself about how much my work was worth. I sort of forgot I've been freelancing and blogging for 5 plus years up until that point. And that means more than the case of a professional with a diploma in the field who just begins practicing now. I also had my blog, Let's Read Success, and having your own platform gives you power. Others can't copy the hard work I put in the blog as there are over 2000 articles on it and I've taken many steps to make it trustworthy in the eyes of Google, readers, brands and businesses. Because I'm the owner, I'm also the one deciding the prices. That goes mostly for sponsored articles I allow on the blog. With that, I started saying no to clients more often. I began leaving money on the table, but that helped me grow, take myself and my blog more seriously and earn more. After that, I stopped taking freelance work that I didn't feel was the best investment of my time and any work I didn't enjoy doing. After all, I won't do my best unless I'm passionate about the topic and see the client values quality content. So I stopped working with many regular clients who provided sponsored content for a site. Either the price was simply too low, the quality wasn't good or the communication wasn't smooth. I asked new potential clients for sponsorships for much higher prices. I created a page for sponsors mentioning my new minimum rate, which was double the previous one, and they began taking me more seriously. Fewer clients who pay higher prices lead to doubling your income. Since then, I've done that again and again, both for sponsorships and for digital products. We might even say you can raise your prices every year, knowing that you are more experienced, 
Your work helps people get better results and your time is more valuable than ever. I'm also not freelancing anymore. That business model is long gone for me now. So, the solution to underpricing your products is value-based pricing. Here's the thing. The pricing models most service and product-based businesses are using today are broken because they are based on anything else but real value. And that's exactly what you should charge based on, the value you're providing, which has little to do with any formulas or stats or numbers. It all begins with defining the value, that's a starting point. So think about how you're helping your client with your work and how this could potentially drastically improve their life, how this can save them time or money in the next years, and what all that is worth over the course of their whole life. Then, remove anything that is making you question your worthiness. Confidence is the underlying connection, but there must be more. Maybe you've got people in your surroundings killing your self-esteem. Maybe your lack of diploma or special training makes you insecure. Or it might be that you're terrified of expressing how much your work is worth in numbers. Whatever the reason, you need to get clear about it so that you can define your value and then ask to be paid accordingly. No more underpricing, just value-based pricing. Here's an example. In the beginning of your freelancing or coaching career, you might be charging per hour. That makes sense as it's a solid way to follow what others are doing, to calculate your earnings, to give one price to all clients and to know exactly how many hours you will invest in each project. But if you stick to this approach long enough, you start noticing a few things. Some of the work you do requires more effort and energy, although it takes the same amount of time, but you are still receiving the same amount of money for it. You also often feel like you aren't fulfilling your earning potential. You sometimes feel like negotiating a different price for your services or products, but you don't feel comfortable asking the client and fear you might lose them, so you settle for what you've always been paid. Or maybe you compare yourself and your work to what others in the market are charging, although you might have more experience, a more creative approach, a bigger desire to do meaningful work and help your clients with what you do. All these are signs that you are not charging what you're worth. And I'm here to tell you that you could be charging more. What you need to do to take your business and income to the next level is start pricing on value. Here's what that will change for you. You enjoy your work more. Your clients will take you more seriously because higher rates mean you're showing confidence in what you can offer. You'll earn more, your pricing process won't be a guessing game anymore, and you attract better clients and that will save you a lot of trouble. And here's some tips from me on how to price your products and services better and take your work to higher levels. Number one, quality over quantity. Begin paying attention to value. Ask yourself how much you're investing in each project, whether it's on your mind when you are not behind the screen, whether you believe you're contributing to the client and their business in some great ways. If you do believe you're giving it your all, then price what feels right for you, not what the average rates in the market are, not what you've charged before for that same thing, not what the client expects you to charge and not what others advise you to. Number two, start saying no. If you keep saying yes one more time to old clients or new ones who are on a budget or just don't want to pay more knowing their cheaper offers out there, then you won't really make it to the next level. You should let go of the mindset that makes you settle down for less if you want to scale. 
It's about freedom here. An hourly pricing is like a prison for you that limits your creativity, satisfaction and profits. Number three, it's all about the result of the work. Stop calculating what your current expenses are, letting the client give you a price first, comparing yourself to those charging less or trying to fit in as many working hours in a day as possible. That will drive you crazy and it will definitely affect how you work. Instead, find the value in what you're doing. Look for it in the end result. When a potential client shares with you what they want, create a vision in your mind of what you'll do and how exactly it can help them be happier or make their brand and business more successful or find leads because of an aspect you'll take care of or whatever else you'll help them with. Sometimes they can't think of all the possible benefits, so you are there to tell them. Once they can calculate the long-term advantages of the work you do for them, they will gladly pay you more. But for that to happen, you need to know what you can do, to believe it will get your client there and to express that vision in an understandable way. That's where you start, by letting go of the hourly pricing mentality and finding the confidence to price on value. And let me finish this episode with a dose of encouragement. Here are some really good reasons to increase your rates right now and even double them if you feel like. The first reason is that most people underprice themselves. They wait till they have more experience, more revenue, more certifications, more products or else until they can charge more. But all it takes is to give yourself permission and you might as well do that now. Reason number two is that this is an amazing exercise. You will feel uncomfortable doing it, sure. That's why I suggest you just go ahead and do it. You can always change the rates back. Then journal on this. Write down what you feel and why you think that is. Chances are you uncover limiting beliefs related to unworthiness. This has nothing to do with rates, business, your niche or any other external factor. It's between your ego and your higher self. But you only learn more about yourself and what's going on in your subconscious mind if you actually do this. Number three, you attract better clients. Higher priced products or services attract people who are ready to invest and do the work. They have fewer refunds and problems, assuming you're good at what you do and can deliver on your promise. Next, there is a version of you in the future that already is a successful business owner and earns your big income goal easily. You might as well start acting as them now to get closer to it. That's first gonna happen energetically before changes start happening in your reality. So what is one thing you can do to live as if? Raise your rates. The CEO, you are a year or a few from now, definitely isn't undercharging. So why do it now? The next reason is that by doing it, you're declaring to the universe, to your clients and to everyone else, yourself most importantly, that you are serious about making an impact and growing that business. You know that what you offer is priceless, so the result and transformation you're offering must cost at least double what you're charging now. The next reason is my favorite, because you can. Another one is this, the moment you start charging more is the moment you begin valuing your time more. It's when you take responsibility to better serve your people to let go of the activities in your business with lower impact and focus on the other 5% instead. At the end of the day, you don't even need a reason. It can be an experiment, an act of self-love, a quantum leap, a step towards your income goals. 
If this episode got your attention, it means you know deep within, you gotta raise those prices. There probably won't be a moment when you feel ready and have no doubts. That's why it's just one of those things that we gotta do and see how it feels and what it leads to after that. If you're a blogger and want to monetize your blog, have more income streams or just tired of seeing the same low income after you've been blogging for so long, I'm preparing something really amazing for you. But you'll have to be on my email list to be the first one to know. The easiest way to get there is to grab one of my freebies. Do that by going to letsreadsuccess.com slash checklist to grab the five-figure blog best checklist. This will help you see what aspects of your blog you might have been neglecting so far. The link for that is also in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. And if you stay till the end of the episode, I'm curious what you loved hearing about the most and what your next step will be. If you're feeling bold and are ready to stop underpricing yourself, share this episode on Instagram, tag me at Let's Read Success, and let's inspire many other business owners to also start charging more right now. I'll see you in the next episode.